1: Happy Monday. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast joined by Bruno Luke, John Schuster. I am merely Mike Luke. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, throw down $5 on tournament teams. And if any team win, if that team wins, you get $200 in free bets. Now, new customers only, if you were listening to me earlier, you would have probably said, Mike, how could I do that? I would have said to bet on Arizona. Now again, Arizona TCU was a little bit closer than I think people thought. But this will be the game. This was a two person game for me right here, John Schuster. And that this was the game that if Arizona goes to the Final Four, Ben Matherin, Benedict Matherin, really etches his name into U of A Wildcat lore. And the guy that people are forgetting a little bit about. Is Christian Coloco because he was the one that kept him in it in that, second, in that first half.
0: I mean, you know, it's uh, he only had, what, 20 points in the first half Correct, and yeah. 28 for the game mm-hmm. and, uh, what, some of the or four blocks, rebounds, yeah, block rebounds, some block shots. Right. Terrible performance.
1: Right, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, Left so Ar- much on the table.
0: Uh, well, you had talked all year long about Arizona's margin of error mm-hmm. and they needed every right. bit of it right. in round two. And it really is kind of a. It is, I guess, the nature of what the NCAA tournament is. You can spend constant hours breaking down analysis, trying to look up matchups. And in the end, you're dealing with 20-year-olds who are scattershot all over the board. Mm -hmm. And the wild unpredictabilities that go into elimination circumstances makes the tournament the excitement that it is. Mm-hmm. For good and for bad. Right. And that's and, and that's the thing about this game. And, and the good news, obviously, from an Arizona perspective, is that despite so many possibilities that could have gone against Arizona last night, and numerous red flags as they move forward, right. at least Arizona's at a point where it can move forward and you can still have those conversations as opposed to being disappointed
1: about how the season this, concludes. This was a bizarre game because at first I'm like, all right. Arizona TCU, we've seen this before. You know, TCU gets out and they're kind of in at that three to six point lead. I'm like, all right, Arizona, they'll come back at some point. They do come back. They get up nine. All right, this thing's over. You're going to push this to 16 to 17. Whatever. We've seen this a million times. Then TCU comes back, though, and then they they go on a 13 nothing run. And you're like, oh my gosh, we're down, or Arizona's down six right now. But we talk about it all the time. You either have the clutch factor or you don't have the clutch factor. And Ben Matherin has that clutch factor in spades. Arizona's down three in that last possession, and I'm screaming call a timeout. Um, Tommy Lloyd, go. Tommy Lloyd, and we're going to get to how his demeanor never changed at all, even in the biggest of moments right there, which is, I think, certainly commendable. But he looks at Matherin after they're passing it around and just, you know, wasting time essentially. Matherin's the top of the key, clear out. That three was going in 10 out of 10 times. There was no doubt. You could tell. He just felt there was a confidence factor there that, again, you either have or you don't. That's what a closer looks like right there. And it's so difficult to be able to get
0: that, uh, That you know, if TCU's looking back, they're, they're, they're second-guessing could we have double teamed mm-hmm. you know and then uh, because it was a three point situation if coloco gets a shot on the inside they're still down one and it becomes difficult for arizona maybe to pull it out right. uh but Matherin was able not only to make the shot but to get enough separation at the time it was a long three too mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that shot will go down in wildcat lore regardless of where arizona goes as far as the tournament is right. concerned that that performance was uh, that, that that performance was mythological i think uh you know, as far as historians of Wildcat basketball are going to recall, that was another etch in the process. Mm-hmm. And it's almost unfortunate along the way that—unfortunate uh, is the wrong terminology. It's obviously good that it happened. Coloco's
1: performance was
0: phenomenal, and he's been remarkable in the first weekend of the he, tournament He, he really, well. He really has.
1: He, Coloco, at this point, is a player that, you know— I don't know what he really has to gain by coming back. Now, again, he can get better. He's got he's got tremendous upside. He had a couple low post moves there, especially one in the first half where he faked in, and then he flipped it underhanded. The, to the hoop. weird... Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... But, and the weird
0: finger roll spin move
1: was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and it wasn't fluky. No, it <laughs> wasn't. That was the thing. It, it, didn't looked look like like he, it looked like practice. he was just doing uh-huh, that. Yeah. I mean, that guy is... And I mean, you can't. I can't really remember a guy in a twelve-month period that has progressed the way he has. Right. I mean, from you know, everybody knows about his defense, obviously, but he finished everything. Defense,
0: which continues to improve, right? right for around. sure.
1: He isn't just a perimeter defender. He, right. or rather, an interior defender. He's been a perimeter defender right. last month as well. He, what you saw though with him though last night was a guy that really came of age. Again, he's been very good all season, but there's been games and we've talked about it where. You know, he stumbles with the ball. Mm-hmm. He has right. he has some issues there, but there was really none of that. And last it's game. possible
0: that in however much of Arizona's season remains. That that could happen again. Right. Again, that's the nature of the tournament. But to get to this point and to get through what Arizona was able to get through, whether it was luck, whether it was skill, whether it was a massive combination of all of the above, which is probably what it was, uh, you can look back at two players who had exceptional games and played major roles in helping Arizona get to this point, as opposed to being one of the teams that... uh, turned in a uh you know were victimized by a frustrating upset that brought a disappointing
1: conclusion to a phenomenal season there's nothing that's ever disappointing though about the DraftKings sportsbook app code word phnx all right now you probably heard this a million times you probably heard it earlier in the show you're gonna hear it again but the thing is we're about trying to make you money here throw down five dollars on any tournament game here coming forward and guess what you get two hundred dollars in free plays that simple that easy and twenty one and up Arizona only got a gambling problem. Call one eight hundred next step. Then uh, you look at it and you say to yourself, Okay, who would I bet on Arizona? You look at the Houston spread, one and a half points, scary. But you know what? If you're back in the A, you're back in the A.
0: Well, if you think Arizona's going to win,
1: then you're going to take that line. And I and remember it. that that's for new customers. And, only. Yeah, new customers only. And so let's get to that. Well, no, you know what? Let's get to that in a minute here. Now I want to talk about a couple of the uh, couple other issues right here. Mm-hmm. Um. Kirk Carissa, you know, I don't care that he didn't make. I don't care that Kirk Carissa was 1 of 10. I thought him being out there, and I thought the the gumption in which he showed, and you could tell the confidence that Lloyd had in him because Justin Kyer, as we've talked about, is not a bad player by any means. But when the chips were down, and Kirk Carissa was out there, even though he was obviously not himself. He was 1 of 10 from the field. There's something, Lloyd obviously has a great, great deal of confidence in Kirk Crease There's though. something also about Arizona's
0: offense moving just slightly better when Crease is on the mm-hmm. floor. Yeah. And, and, and that helps the entirety of what Arizona ultimately wants to do on, on that end of the floor. The other good thing, because Arizona advanced here, is that hopefully because Creasa gets an extra four days to heal the ankle a little bit more, he'll get a little bit more strength in the legs, mm-hmm. because that's clearly where he was struggling. Right. And, and and can be a lot more efficient on open three-pointers, which Arizona's going to need.
1: Right.
0: I don't anticipate that Arizona's going to shoot five of seven from right. three-point range in advance in the tournament anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if Creasa can get a little bit better and a little bit healthier garner confidence in the process. Hopefully that helps, even though the Houston game is a very difficult matchup for him. But what it also provided, to a large degree, Arizona's kind of been functioning on borrowed time with Kreese out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Because what it's done, so? what it's done is that you've, you've relied on Justin Kyer for 20 minutes a game, as opposed to ten to twelve, right? Kyer's really good from ten to twelve, right? You've relied on Larson a little bit for twenty minutes a game, maybe twenty-five minutes a game, as opposed to fifteen, right? Those are and and that has been you're you're a lot more comfortable with Kreisa for thirty right. than you are having to you know give these other guys a little bit of extra time because sometimes and, and we've seen it, Kyer was okay at times, solid. Um, puts up decent numbers, but then sometimes gets lost, and and you see that point where it seems that okay now diminishing returns of cracking. Right. But who else can you go to? Right. It's it, your your bench, which depth was good for Arizona. Now all of a sudden isn't quite as deep as you'd like it to be. Right. Larson was a really interesting player in the second round matchup against TCU. In that, you had you had two phenomenal performances a number of lousy performances, and two guys who were okay, Terry and Larson, who was either—Larson was like a Bitcoin chart. Right. <laughs> sometimes he was spiking, and sometimes he was a disaster, right. and it was possession to possession. Right. You weren't entirely sure what was going to happen at any given time, right. and, and so while— he could get a good rebound, which right. was nice and necessary because Arizona obviously failed largely in that category, especially in the last seven minutes. He could also throw a lazy pass that's almost picked off in the backcourt when when he's perfectly capable of dribbling the ball across half-court himself. So there's some vapor locking going on there uh, with Arizona's decision-making that was frustrating. It's one of those things that in games like this, you remember that Matherin hit a 3 and that Terry hit a three, and that Coloco got a follow-up dunk that put the game in overtime. And you don't miss the multitude of things that put Arizona into this position uh, over the course of, of the last seven minutes, and some key situations that weren't called, the most notable of which was the play at the end of the game at half court. Would you have called that? Would I have called it as a ref? Probably not. Right. But had the ref made that call... It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. I can see from TCU standpoint why they're pissed off. I, I get it. I mean, I, 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 I get in that situation. However, and, and this is... I kind of want to... This is a fine line. You're walking over with Linda Tightrope here. I like what Lloyd did. I like what Lloyd did a lot. However... He was maybe a little too aggressive for my taste. Mm -hmm. And and the balancing act is this. In the last possession situation, a lot of times what you see are teams just play almost Sean Miller-style pack-line defense and let the offense dictate what they're going to do. Lloyd completely took that out of their hands. I think he went about a half step too far Mm -hmm. you know, because they got themselves into a trapping position that could have legitimately led to a foul that puts TCU at the line with the chance to win the game. But... I think there's a fine line in there that you can do to disrupt the play to make it a little bit more difficult while hopefully not getting into a foul situation. Arizona almost overstepped that line, almost fell off the tightrope, but I liked the call. The I liked the concept of the call at the time, and ultimately, it obviously worked for the cats. All
1: right. Um, one thing I also thought. The one thing, if we're going to pick, pick nits here a little bit, and you and I were texting during the game. I also thought he went big too late um i thought tcu in that last tcu i thought was able to push that game well not push that game into overtime but tcu was making a living on that offensive glass there and it was the easiest stuff ever where coloco comes over to help and then there's nobody over there and so and so just comes and i i thought ballo should have been in there much earlier um we need to talk about another uh, maybe a little bit more of a concerning issue as well but real quick Something that's not concerning, the DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX. All right, Bruno came over because he heard the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you might say, oh, Bruno, he's a dog. Bruno's not merely a dog. Bruno knows good gambling when he sees it. He, which is why he was trying to give you advice on what games to
0: bet, because you and I aren't very good at it ourselves. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> we and, need all the dog help we can get.
1: Notice how he stayed silent during uh, those Pistons predictions. Yes, yes I do. Bruno, Bruno uh, didn't want any part of not that. A, you know a, not a and bit. maybe we should have taken his uh, silence as something a little bit more serious. All right. Now, real quick, Azulis Tabelas. Um... I don't have problems with guys not playing well in the tournament. It happens all the time. To me, this was a little bit different. To me, this was a guy that the game was either a little too fast for him and he kind of shrunk in that moment. Again, it's one game, but I don't like anything I really saw from an on-court or off-court mannerism from Tabellis in that game at all.
0: You know who else didn't? Who? Tommy, Tommy Lloyd. And
1: I gotta give Tommy <laughs> Lloyd a ton of credit there. A lot of people would say, all right, we gotta work through it. No, you gotta win right now. And Tabellus, let's be honest here. Tabellus killed them in that first ten minutes of the game. He's missing layups, he's getting the ball stripped, he's trying to dribble. He had three turnovers and was one for five in the first seven minutes. I mean
0: And he and, and, and he is key to Arizona success. Yes. Because he 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 takes the pressure off Coloco. He gives Arizona an, and and he makes it more difficult for teams to double team someone like Mathron. Right. So if if Tabellus does what he's capable of doing, then he becomes a very effective player. But his his uh, play in that matchup against Texas uh, Christian was a real concern because. Houston is better. Houston is better, and the scouting report's easy. Right, beat him up.
1: Beat him up. Get physical. Mouth off with him. Off he with want him beat him, to do him up, with and he doesn't right.
0: want anything to do with it? Um, let Let's see how he responds, and if
1: he shrinks again, Arizona's in trouble. Arizona's in big trouble, and I think if you're Tommy Lloyd, you've got to go into that game with two with two philosophies here. Christian Col- or not Christian? Col- Azulis Tabellis good, and Azulis Tabellis bad because you got to give because Houston, like you said, is much better than TCU. And you're gonna have to give him that hook early. They tried to play through it in that first half, and you could just tell it wasn't going anywhere. Another thing, too, and I know some guys are aloof, but what I really don't like when I see guys struggle that are on the bench is the sitting, the reclining back in the seat with the towel over and kind of the courtesy clap. I hate that stuff. And again, everybody's mannerisms are different, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna, let's be honest here, if you're gonna suck and you're gonna be on the bench, at least try to go through the the motions
0: of of being more overtly supportive. And, you know, hey, I don't know. I wonder if he was under the weather. Right. You know, something as stupid as that may have been, you know, playing. Because one of the good things about this team as a whole is that their chemistry is undeniable. Mm -hmm. They get along very well, and Tabellus clearly fits into that group and fits into that group very well. Uh, So hopefully... What this has provided for him is an opportunity to rebound. Right. And if he does rebound well, Arizona going to be Arizona's chances improve significantly. Right. Uh, but you know there are guys in the tournament in certain situations uh, who don't just play bad but wilt under the pressure. Right. The pressure of knowing that you have to win, especially as the game progresses and things aren't going your way, becomes something that kind of snowballs. Right. And, and it's not just Arizona. A lot of players who have gone through this, but you don't want to see it on the team that you're following, uh, especially with a key player who's doing, uh, you, you know, who's instrumental in your success. And Ballo also wasn't good in the first half. Mm-hmm. He looked more tabellus ish right. than he looked Coloco-esque. Right. But in the second half, kind of worked his way through it and helped, which was was nice to see as frustrating. There were a lot more, ultimately in the end here, there were a lot more frustrations with Arizona's performance than there were positives. But the positives were good enough to work through Uh, what the detractables were and maybe that plays into what you've been talking about on a consistent basis all year long Arizona's margin of error taken to the edge we'll be back with
1: you tomorrow breaking down Arizona Houston you've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast